Hello, this is the Cold Water World Economic News for Monday the 15th of March. There are a number of prices I check daily and I run simple technicals to identify trends on them. Um, these include all the major currencies, some minor ones, commodity signals, major crypto values and US bond markets. The metrics I use are actually pretty simple, but frankly easier to explain when I've got a spreadsheet open rather than now. But suffice to say, they have a pretty good track record if you view their purpose as correctly naming trends rather than catching the first or last few percentage points of a particular move. And what they signaled this last week is that the dollar has established a strengthening trend against the SDR. No surprises there. But that the key currency mover which pushed it over the edge was China's Renminbi, which broke from a strengthening trend we'd picked up in July last year when it was over seven to the dollar. Uh, it's now about 650 and uh, has now established a weakening trend. This raises important issues. The first thing to notice is that it's happened one way or another. A weakening renminbi is a regime change moment. Second, the new weakness in the renminbi is difficult to explain from the economic data. China's trade surplus during January and February came to $103.3 billion, which compares with a $7.1 billion deficit in the same period last year. If you look at China's money markets, you've got three-month rates at 2.7%, 10 years at 3.3%. So not only are they running ahead of inflation, but there's a good yield, yield curve to play with too. And uh, if you look at the data drop for January to February, which we've noted today, industrial production is up 35.1%, urban investment up 35%, retail sales up 33.8%, etc. This isn't the usual background for a weakening currency. Still, something is happening which isn't showing up in most of the economic or even monetary and financial data, since not only is the currency now weakening, but so too are China's foreign reserves. They fell 5.7 billion on the month in February, whilst most other far Asian foreign exchange numbers were rising. So the truth seems to be this. Money is leaving China and that's hitting the currency. Third, notice the timing. The weakening of the RMB has happened at exactly the same time as they're holding the Lianghui, the meetings of the MPC and the NCCP. Now, these are the main political events of the year, and they set or at least confirm policy. That the renminbi weakened during the Lianghui suggests at the very least official tolerance of a weaker currency. Fourth, the consequences. Be in no doubt, if the renminbi weakens significantly, it's going to put pressure on the rest of Asia's export-related economies, and particularly in Northeast Asia. China accounts for 64.5% of Northeast Asia's exports and has gained 3.8 percentage points of market share over the last 12 months. So anything China does in terms of pricing for its exports will necessarily have to be followed by the rest of Northeast Asia and Southeast Asia for that matter. In other words, a significant weakening of the RMB will allow China to cut export prices and so put downward pressure on export prices throughout the rest of Asia. And that's no joke. Fifth, one possibility is that, very quietly, this is a response to a currency war that's already underway, principally between Japan and China. In March last year, a one remni would buy you 15.2 yen. But with the yen having fallen from around 104 to the dollar then to about 109 now, a remni is going to buy you 16.7 yen. 
So perhaps you can see the weakening of the renminbi simply as a response to the yen's weakness. Either way, what it tells you is that whilst we're all worrying about inflation, for Asia's export industries, they're about to feel increased downward pricing pressure. Well, that's it for today. Uh, if you need more, don't hesitate to get in touch with me, Michael Taylor, at njtcoldwater at fastmail.com. Thanks.